Hi everyone and welcome back to Chrislamic Talks. In the previous episode, episode 20, The Hypocrisy of Progressivism, I mentioned some heavy stuff, some heavy comments on uh, Nazis, Muslims, KKK members, all of that. And I wanted to sort of clarify some of the things that I was uh, alluding to and why, you know, it's not, it's, you know, I wasn't exactly hating Nazis and KKK members and all that, and I don't think that we should hate anyone, really. Um, but I do believe that we need to judge people based off their character, their actions, their morality, their ethics, principles, things like that. And originally, I had thought about this, and I forgot during the episode, but one thing that, that came up to me was the, the word redemption. And redemption is the action of saving or being saved from sin, or the action of regaining uh, or gaining possession of something in exchange for payment or clearing a debt. In the Bible, in Romans chapter 3, verse, 20, uh, verse 23, it says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So, uh, Paul here, he's talking about uh, referring to uh, those, really referring to the whole world, you know, everyone has sinned, but uh, he also is really focused on the church and how, uh, they're justified in Christ, you know, through the uh, grace, through the redemption that is in Christ. And so, as Christians, we have redemption in Christ. And, you know, we get to see the, if you will, the redemption that Christ offers us. But the world does not. But I, I bring up redemption because, say, for instance, a Nazi, uh, a member of the Nazi party was helping Jews. That is a redeeming quality. He he can possibly find redemption in the eyes of people because he is helping someone and doing something. The action is different from what his party teaches. The same thing with a KKK member helping a black family get on their feet. That would be a different action than what the KKK teaches. Um, so these are... These are examples, though, of redemptive qualities that someone can, uh, sh they can be redeemed over this, you know. Um, and the, the same thing really is with Muslims, is that you meet many Muslims, they're very friendly people, they're, you know, they're kind, they're warm-hearted, compassionate, they will offer you, invite you into their home. Um, culturally, you know, in the Middle East, they're very warm and cordial and all that. Uh, of course, you talked about, you know, religion, they get a little less friendly. Uh, but anything outside of religion, they're very friendly, they, they like to talk, and things like that. Well, those to me are redemptive qualities. Um, but at the same time, the element of religion is there. The element of this bad ideology typically is there. Not all the time. Sometimes they, like I said, they have their own form of it, they have their own version, so they're not really practicing what it actually teaches, they're practicing what they believe it teaches. Which is a difference. I grew up in church where, you know, they, they teach different things. I've been in different churches. They teach different things. And so people believe sort of what they have been taught or what they think is the right way. Uh, but sometimes the interpretation and, and the tra uh, translation and all that is not always the true, accurate way. Or the, uh, sometimes the, you know, maybe they might translate it, interpret it properly. But the reality that they put in their minds about it is completely different from, uh, for example, what was happening at the time. So what they think is happening did not actually happen and something totally different happened. But they use, you know, their version of what happened they're, they interpret what happened then as, you know, how it's supposed to be, when in reality it might be completely different. 
And there are many examples, I won't get into it, but the point I want to make, though, is that uh, people can find redemption. And we all have to find redemption in Christ. One way or another, it's all through Christ. Uh, but <clears throat> I, I didn't want to leave the episode uh, undone. And I felt that, you know, without this episode, I would be leaving episode 20 undone. And the reason why is because it might seem like, oh, you know, you hate Nazis. Oh, you hate KKK members. And oh, you hate Muslims. Well, not quite. You know, I hate the ideologies behind them. I, I truly do. I think that they are despicable ideologies. But I do think that there are some elements, uh, not per se in, uh, you know, white supremacy or uh, the Nazi party. But I do believe that there are certain elements uh, because Islam was taken from Christianity, Judaism, and some other, and some other religions. And so... There are a few, you know, elements in there that, that make it all right. It's as someone said, you know, like, um, the Nazi party helped make cars. Do we throw out all the cars simply because the Nazi party made them? No, we don't. But we do get rid of the ideology. We might get rid of the ideology, but we can keep the good, the good elements that came from it or that came with it. Um, <clears throat> so I, I, I did want to, like I said, I didn't want to clarify and not leave it undone. Um, my comments, yes, they may have been heavy, they may have been harsh, uh, they were definitely needed. Uh, progressives today do not want to to stick up for themselves. They'd rather stick up for people who, in fact, do hate them. Um, if you ask most of the Middle East, most of the Middle East hates homosexuality, yet homosexuals in the West uh, will continue to praise and worship and protect uh, people who, in fact, do hate them. And I think it's a very sick and twisted uh, hypocrisy of the left, of progressivism. And, um, you know, I, I'm not going to give my political affiliations. I can, I can definitely tell you, though, um, I am not, you know, really either side, somewhere in the middle. Um, but, uh, you know, call me liberally classic or classical liberal, whatever you want to call me. Um, <clears throat> being political is not the point that I'm trying to make, you know. But my point is, though, is that on, on either side, you have people who, uh, you know, like, if you will, on the right, they, they praise uh, Islam because it hates gays. And on the left, they praise Islam because uh, they are a different culture. They are, you know, part of diversity. And so, uh, no, I don't believe that all cultures are equal. I don't believe that all opinions are equal. I don't believe... I believe that there are inferior cultures. I do believe that there are... Um, and what I mean by cultures, not necessarily... Well, in some cases, there are practices and stuff like that, but also civilizations. I believe that not all civilizations are equal. A, a civilization that eats its babies are not uh, superior to a civilization that doesn't eat babies. Um, that aren't cannibals. I do believe that... Um, there are better civilizations out there. There are better ways. And I do believe that getting rid of bad ideologies is a must to protect a society. And the way that you do that is not through censorship. It's not through imprisonment. It's not through any of that. It's simply through discussion and education. That's how you get rid of bad ideologies. We can all agree that uh, that the Nazi ideology is a bad ideology. Now, there are, of course, people out there who will defend the Nazis and will praise them and stuff like that. Um, but they typically hold themselves bad ideologies. 
So uh, when, when you meet, you know, two bad ideologies agreeing with each other, it's not because, you know, they're, they're great upstanding people, but just it's because they have two terrible ideologies that uh, actually connect with each other. That being said, like I said, I didn't want to leave it undone, so I created this episode, episode 21, which will be the hypocrisy of progressivism additional comments. That's probably what I'm going to name it. And just so you know, you know, I I do believe in redemption. I do believe that um, people do have redeeming qualities and that in many cases, most people do not follow the true version of what they believe. They follow their own twisted reality, their own twisted interpretation, their own twisted watered down version. Um, And they do it because it's tradition or it's culture or it's societal, but it's not truly in their hearts to do whatever you know the ideology states and so um, it's basically identity you know people want to have an identity they want to fit in Um, in some cases it might make them money or in some cases it might get them friends it might not allow them to be mocked you know maybe people don't mock them anymore maybe they get they have a sense of community uh Uh, Maybe they get like a family, you know, whatever the case is, they might feel better about themselves because they have they have this identity. Uh, But whenever you start to break their identity down and you start to ask them questions, then they start to really lose their their identity. So um, and that's the one thing about Christianity, though, is that no one there is no Christian identity outside of Christ. Christ is who we identify with. It is. Uh, he is the only one that we are really identified with. There is no, uh, you can't go to different countries and say, okay, what's the, what, I mean, besides like a cross, which is considered a Christian, you know, symbol, but outside of the cross, there's no really way to identify a Christian outside of they believe in Jesus. You know, a Christian may not even walk around with the cross, but if they talk about Jesus, then more than likely you're going to notice, hey, they're a Christian, you know. So Jesus is typically the identifier. Sometimes the cross, which is identifies Christ on the cross, is also an identifier or the fish. But typically, it all leads back to Christ. Um, you know, with Islam, it's the hijab half the time. And uh, the hijab does not lead to Christ. It does not lead to, to any of that. Um, and it, while it possibly could in a Christian setting... Um, and in fact, you could be saying that Muslims are in fact leading everyone still back to Christ unknowingly. Uh, in many cases, they do it either for fashion or because they're scared for fear, you know, out of fear or uh, because they're forced to. You know, there's a lot of different reasons. And most of the time when they claim that it's fashion, it's really just fashion to show that Islam is supposed to be superior. In reality, in reality, in reality, I apologize for that. I <laughs> mean, um, sort of in a dry environment, so it's a little... Uh, you know, anyway, but in reality, the idea that, uh, that the hijab, you know, shows that Islam is superior is actually, uh, what they're really saying is that they have to take a Christian, if you will, a Christian cloth and and turn it into something that's not supposed to be Christianized, but in reality, it's still very Christian because women before Islam wore hijabs, if you will. That's the Arabic word for veil, but women used to wear veils uh, depending on where you were at. So it's also a very Christian thing. So they, <clears throat> without knowing it, they, they lead people back to Christ thinking that they're leading them to Islam. Well, 
Islam is not superior if it's taken from Christianity. It just shows that Christianity is all throughout Islam, which shows that Christianity is, in fact, truly superior. Um, but that is not, you know, the, the point of this episode is not about which one is superior, is superior or not. You know, it's simply, though, that there are, there is a thing called a redemption, and that's through Christ, and people have redemptive qualities. They can be redeeming themselves because of their qualities, because of their actions, because of their character. And so, of course, you don't go around demonizing everybody. You, you know, don't go around demonizing them. You don't go around hating them. You give them a chance and you give them a second chance because we get that. You know, we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. We've gotten our second chance. We've even probably gotten more than second chances. Um, so we can't instantly just okay you don't get a second chance you know we we're going to demonize you we're going to hate you no you can't do that of course but the the heavy comments that i did make were simply because they had to be made um people don't want to stand up for their traditions their culture their beliefs and any of that that's not islamic and i think that people should i think that homosexuals should stand up you know um i i don't even agree with christians uh, who who hate gays? I I absolutely do not because I I don't believe that's the that's the Christian attitude to have. Um, I I think that's that's a terrible attitude to have as a Christian, and I think that there is a discussion that has to be said. And I I've said it before in church, you know that, um, and such were some of you, you know, I've taught that before because. Uh, there's so much hate in the world, and if all we do is just start hating each other constantly, then then there's no love in the world. It's just hate. So we have to we have to say things to to help eradicate certain bad ideas and bad ideologies. You know, it's a bad idea for a kid to play with fire. So you try to tell them why there's you know why they can't play with fire. You educate them about fire, and you educate them on what will happen if they play with fire. Because you're trying to eradicate that bad idea of playing with fire. But some kids, they won't listen. And so they absolutely are they are too stubborn. They absolutely refuse to listen to not play with the fire. So they go ahead and, and they burn themselves. That will happen. But if you can stop most of the kids from burning themselves, then please educate them. Do your best to, to get out there and educate the kids from playing with fire. And they, they might even tell you, oh, that's not going to happen because I'm Superman, you know. Sorry, kid, you're not Superman. That's a lie. That's a false reality. And again, not all opinions are equal. Not all of them are valuable. There are some that deserve to be in the trash. Uh, so I just, like I said, wanted to clear this, clear this up, clarify it. And I didn't want to leave the episode undone without having done this. So... Hopefully next episode will be completely different. Planning on totally, you know, new, definitely new things. Going to be trying probably new, different styles and uh, different topics and things like that. So uh, I look forward to doing that, and I hope you look forward to um, hearing the next episode and the next and the and the episodes after the next episode. You know, I hope you keep coming back and uh, supporting the show, supporting the website, supporting all of that. And I honestly want to thank you again for listening in. And uh, again, you know, don't misunderstand my previous episode. It was harsh. It was heavy. Uh, but these things have to be said. And if you are listening to this and you didn't like it you, or you didn't like the previous episode, hopefully this will sort of give you a better understanding of the reasons why I did provide that episode while at the same time providing this episode to sort of clear it up and make it a little bit more uplifting and less downing. 
but thanks again for listening in and hope to see you next time. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Chrislamic Talks. Are you interested in Christianity or Islam? If so, you're on the right channel. My show will cover in-depth topics using opinions, scholars, arguments, and, more importantly, the books to get a full idea of both religions.